Hey, welcome to Louisville Sluggers Podcast, everybody. I'm here with my co-host, Zach Wood, and we're here to talk about free agent signings and winter meetings. We're really looking forward to the offseason of baseball and hoping to get back to it. we got a few high notes here, talking about Chapman and Strasburg, Garrett Cole, obviously, Rendon, um, you know, Wheeler to Philly, and Grindall to the Sox. So now, Overall, we, we just got lots We just got a lot about. to talk about, guys. A lot of so players just, you to know, talk about right now. You know, Thanks for thanks for tuning in and listen to the segment. Awesome. All right. I talked about it very briefly on episode six. I know you're not the biggest Yankee fan. I know growing up you thought, oh, they just buy other championships. They haven't bought any in the last ten years. <laughs> no, because they haven't won any <laughs> in the last ten anything. years. <laughs> uh, so a lot of money they spent. They only got one out of it, 2009. I still have that DVD, that Blu-ray. I've watched it a couple of times. What do you think of this? Nine years, three twenty-four. First of all, what pitch? I mean, no pitcher's ever gotten nine years. Seven was the limit. I mean, the Strasburg earlier in the week, two forty-five, seven years. That was the biggest pitching contract that lasted two days, and they got doubled by was it seventy-nine million dollars or something like that? I think it's a terrible deal for the Yankees. I mean, it's obviously a great deal for Garrett Cole, but I think it's a terrible deal because, okay, Garrett Cole, 27, he's still young, but a lot of guys on the wrong side of 30 don't don't stay healthy, you know, to worry about Tommy John, to worry about things. Is he really 27? He's 27. My gosh. If I was 27, I'm 26. Yeah, we're both 26, I think. My girlfriend's 27. So you have to worry about arm care. He's. Hey, this is Zach. Just checking in real quick. Just wanted to correct something we said about Garrett Cole. Off mic, uh, prior to recording, we were actually talking about teams preferring younger players south of 30 uh, and examining their injury history. And we were talking about uh, Giancarlo Stanton and, and Aaron Judge. And, and we accidentally swapped Aaron Judge's age 27 with Garrett Cole, who's 29. So if we talk about Garrett Cole being 27, we, we actually meant 29. Thanks. He's a guy that's a high velo, high arm snap. He's ninety four to ninety eight. So you have to worry about Tommy John with that guy. Yeah, since nine, he, he has no is, injury is a history. Bad deal. Just I, I'm not a fan. I mean, yeah. thirty thirty six million a year. Hey, he is worth it because the Yankees thought he was right. If they win a World Series in the next two to three years, yeah, he was worth every penny. Right. If they go the next six years without winning one, and then he's at the back end of the rotation mm-hmm. his last mm-hmm. few years. Mm-hmm. One worth it, one bit. No, it's a big investment. Um, yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I 100% agree with it. And, uh, you know, I've heard that there was a lot of offers on the table. I, I believe what I heard was because uh, the Angels really wanted him as well uh, to help protect Trout, uh, add somebody really stellar to their starting uh, rotation. And I heard that uh, since the Yankees went a ninth year, what convinced Boris and uh, what helped uh, in the end convince Cole was the Yankees adding on that ninth year. Uh, Hall Steinbrenner talked with with Boris a few times about, uh, you know, and and that was what convinced him to to pick the Yankees because I believe the the Angels were pretty aggressive as well. I, I think either they were slightly below 300 or they were a little above 300. I think they they were offering like, 308 years which was way more aav um but that extra year who wouldn't want to take another you know uh who wouldn't want that another 36 million 
on, on, on the year. I'm just honestly, I really thought that he was going to go to California because yeah. he's from there. Yeah. You know, he played he played college baseball at UCLA. So I really yep. thought that yep. he was gonna he was gonna go to LA and be that guy. But you know, hey, a lot of these players don't go where where every, their hometowns. You no, know, uh, I mean, because Trout was the Philly guy, and yeah, and uh, and CC was not a New York guy. I can't remember his roots. I mean, I'm good for Garrett Cole. I, I developed this list, Jake. I want you to. I, this is kind of, it's not everything that's happened, but it's a lot of what's happened. So, at the beginning of the off season, Chapman signs an extension with the Yankees. Good for um, both. Good for both parties. Absolutely. Um, you don't want to lose that kind of reliever. There was a lot of talk of him, you know, because he opted out. Right. Or no, he didn't opt out. He signed this extension, therefore he didn't opt out. Right. But that was everyone was afraid he was actually going to opt out, and that would have been a big hit to their back end of their bullpen, which they definitely need. They definitely need, you know, and just imagine it could have gone the crap real quick if he opts out. He doesn't want to re-sign. Some other team offers him tons of money, you know. Then they don't get Cole. The you White know what Sox I mean? are spending money like it's going team. out of style right now. They yeah. are they are spinning out the gazoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is the list. I'm just going to go through it very quickly. Um, some players aren't mentioned, but I'll try to get fit them in if I can remember them. Chapman signs an extension with the Yanks. Mustakas goes to Cincinnati. Strasburg signs with the Nationals. He's back with his old team. Cole. Big news goes to the Yankees. Rendon heads to the Angels. Gardner, he's back in New York now. He signed today. Uh, Panita, he's back with the Twins. Gibson to Texas. Uh, Will Smith to the Braves. Uh, Trident, I think that was a, a sign today or last night to the Dodgers. You know, Zach Wheeler was big news a couple weeks ago. He went to the Phillies. Didi's with the Phillies. Girardi reunion. You know, Bobby is it is Jose Abreu? He's back with the uh, with the White Sox. Grandall to the White Sox. Hamels to the Braves. I mean, these are big names. These are big names. There's a lot of big names going on. I think That's my a team high, right there. My high points is Cole Rendon, um, Wheeler, Didi, kinda. Hamels, I think that's a that's a great signing for both parties. Yeah, I agree. Um, More pitchers here than players, but I mean, you have, you know, you got uh, Mustakas. He's a he's a first baseman and a catcher, right? No, second base, third. Oh, second base, third. I apologize. Third. I'm thinking of um, I'm thinking of Grandall. Um, play hadn't he has not been a full time second baseman since he's been in the league. He's mainly been a third baseman with the Brewers and with the Royals. Okay. So him moving to second is going to be a little bit of a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. Is but a good good sign a by bizarre. them. You know, he he kind of. He decided not to take the Royals tender a few years ago, and then he had to take less money. So he bet on himself and lost, which is kind of funny sometimes when that happens. So, um, yeah, you know, it, yeah, that's you what know, the, that a lot of these players. I mean, Didi coming off yourself. an injury year. Yep, bet he's, on yourself. He's trying to invest in himself. Um, I mean, this is the team, right? You got okay. Mustakas plays. Second base in this situation, Rendon would be at third. Gardner in left field. Um, Will Smith, that's a pitcher, right? I'm actually not familiar with him. Yeah. So um, uh, Gibson, that's a pitcher, pretty sure. Yes. Dd at short. So and Brayu at first. There's your infield. 
and a catcher. Ham- Grandal, that's a catcher. Yep. You can pick any starter here. Cole could be your starter, your left fielder. So we're, you're missing your center fielder and your right fielder. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're pretty you're set all the way. All the way <laughs> your around. rotation yeah, in both you're, Yeah, you're, you're pretty set all the way around. The Strasburg, a good signing by the Nationals. Um, kind of disappointed they weren't able to re-sign Rendon. Yeah. I liked him there. I liked him just – You know – uh, yeah no i'm sorry go ahead no you're i mean you're good i just i liked him as i liked him being a national and i thought it was a good vibe i can't imagine leaving an organization where i just won a world championship with that's just a foreign idea to me when he was gonna get paid regardless yeah um yeah i have a family member he he wasn't he's not 100 percent into baseball he actually really didn't like Strasburg opting out um because he he firmly believed that he just thought it was kind of a money move it was yeah I mean obviously it's a money move he understands business and he understands that uh but in in the case of like he you know they helped develop him they they drafted him they sure. you know they went through a lot of injury they held him back he's a been little. hurt a lot yeah they've held I him mean... back and and you know what they were focusing on players like Scherzer and 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 uh, their other pitcher they got last year. I can't think of his name right now. I mean, um, they've shut him down before. Like, hey, we're you know we're just going to shut this guy down because he has been hurt in the past. Yeah. So and they've they've willing to invest in him and willing. Hey, we're going to go get guy. You know, going out and getting Scherzer. I mean, they're going out and getting a guy and paying a guy. Yeah. You know, to to, to go win a world championship, which which I mean that's. All all thirty MLB teams' goal needs to be is to go win a World Series. Now I don't think that is the goal of everybody, like the Pirates, um, the Reds. I don't know if that's necessarily the their end goal because they're kind of they're just trying to build in, a in champ- the dumb uh, roles. I don't think they're trying to build a. Uh, they're not trying to win a team. I don't think that's their goal. I think they're just trying to make and create um, a playoff contending team right now because you have a lot of teams going in the rebuild mode. Or they're shedding tons of money um, because they either just recently won, or they're just their setup that they planned five years ago is fizzling out, and they're switching strategies. So weird about Boston that they're—it's it's the weirdest thing. Well, you know, so Boston's shedding money, and it's—it's it's like when the Marlins won it all in 03. Yeah, and they had a, they had a tiny payroll to begin with, but then they just dumped everybody. Yeah, it's unfortunately. When Jose Fernandez uh, passed away, that was kind of almost the end of that era for the Marlins. I mean, they had Stanton at the time. They had, oh my gosh. Yelich. Thank you. Yeah, they had Yelich. I mean, that team was, uh, this is before Jeter being CEO. Uh, And yeah, yeah, because he's not, he's not GM. Um, Yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting situation with Boston. It's unique. Uh, so, Zach Britton, relief uh, pitcher for the Yankees, said when they lost the ALCS against the Astros in 2019, and he, I, I can't remember, it is, I think it was after the game, and, you know, Chapman gave up the home run to Altuve. Um, and in that situation, no. I actually don't think that they were cheating in that moment. I mean, you're going to leave a, a slider or whatever it was, sinker up up in the middle of the plate. And it's Jose Altuve, who loves to crank fastballs up and high. That was gone as soon as he threw it. you know. I, I, but that's not the point I'm trying to get at. The point I'm trying to get at, Zach Britton said, you can't win championships without starting pitching. 
And I thought that was a big thing for him to say. I mean, if you look at the stats in the ALCS, the Yankees did very they, – they played better, actually, than the Astros. The Astros hit when they were needed to hit. But when you look at those teams that invested all that money in the starting pitching, um, you know, the Astros and the Nationals, I mean, that's one reason why I look at the cold deal and I think they saw their biggest weakness – they, their starting pitching couldn't do anything in the playoffs. They pulled them after three innings. Severino, I said in the last podcast, yep. I think with Nathan went like two or three innings and yanked them. Yep. They needed they need someone that can go six to seven innings. So, I think starting pitching is really important. I don't think it's the most important. You got to have a team that can hit. Right. You just have to have guys that can go. You have guys that have to go survive because in the postseason it's feast or famine. It's about who's hot and who's not. Seven games isn't really a lot of time. Who's who's not? That's a Howie Kendrick. That's a Howie Kendrick. It seems like a long series, but it's really not because there's been so many postseasons over the years where teams with the best staff or one of the best staffs ever have just gone and fizzled out in the postseason. Like the 90s Braves had Glavin, Smoltz, and Greg Maddox. And they had Steve Avery for some time. And they won exactly one World Series. So how valuable is it really if you can't hit? It's, right. it's, re- it's really not. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a yeah. huge believer in the Yankees pitching. The could hit in the yeah. Astros. That's, yeah. I mean, they had all the hitters they could have had. They had hitters hitting 300 in the average season. Like you had uh, uh, Gio at third, who was just one of their, like, pick-me-ups that they, you know – the other teams gave up on it. He just couldn't hit, couldn't hit. Comes the Yankees, all of a sudden hits, and he's a 300 average player. I mean, and they just weren't getting hits. You know, Edwin Encarnacion just looked terrible at the plate. Stanton was hurt. Why did he even try? You know, though it it was it they it's t- my metaphor for the Yankees offense in the postseason, especially against the Astros, because they you know shut down the Twins. The Twins weren't competition. They didn't have pitching. That was the thing. They had the heavy hitters, but they weren't hitting. So, or, you know, but I think what happened with the Astros was like, it's like you're on the ocean, your boat has a crack in it, all this water is exiting, and and your boat's flooding, and you have like a pail and a bucket, and you're just trying to throw the water out, but it's just still coming in. Because at the end of the day, they're trying to patch that, that hitter situation, but in the end, you know, it was one of those. They just couldn't hit. They just couldn't hit, and that's how I look at it. It's like they, no matter who they threw out there to try to fix the problem, it just they couldn't. They couldn't hit with runners in scoring position. Now, when I think of a player that hit with runners in scoring position or or hit uh, clutch and came in for the Nationals, I'm thinking of Rendon. Every rally, it seemed, started with Rendon, and I, I you know, and Juan Soto, and Juan Soto, which. You know, I actually kind of I, I want to buy the Blu-ray uh, World Series, uh, you know, movie of the Nationals just because I, I would like to rewatch it and, and maybe see if I can watch it online. But, man, it's it's one of those. Like, that's the last game I saw. <laughs> you know, I haven't been watching uh, the Dominican League or the Winter League. So that's the last game fresh in my mind. I still remember what happened and. I'm kind of disappointed that Rendon didn't head to Texas. I thought it was a sure thing. Everyone online was saying it was a sure thing. Um, but now after the fact, after he's with 
the Angels with for the same exact contract that Strasburg got, which kind of blew my mind, um, honestly. Uh, and I had two reasons for that. Uh, the first one being the Rangers, I guess, were out at five years. Uh, so that was – and he, Boris told him, like, yeah, everyone else is offering seven. And I was just like, whoa, that's a lot. Uh, but you know what? I'll be 100% honest. I actually never heard of Rendon until the playoffs. Okay, Rendon, he gets $35 million a year right now. And that blows me away. Just the fact, like he he, okay, he's he's an all star. He's a great player. Yeah. Um, just seems like kind of not came out of nowhere, but you know he's kind of came out of nowhere the last couple of years. Like he's making more money than Trout right now. I heard that. That's true. Um. <laughs> so okay, speaking of money, Boris after this Rendon deal is sitting at like a pretty 842 in deals this week or deals with this current with four clients so far. Okay, I lied. Trout is making $500,000 more than Rendon. Wow. But I would much rather have Trout f- for sure than Rendon. Sorry, I keep going. No, no, it's a good point though because uh, I read another tweet earlier today about how Rendon has had like a six war or something similar. Uh in the and for the past three years or three to four years, and the only player to like beat him was apparently like Trout or something like it was. A, it was a different. It was an interesting stat. A stat. It was some specific stat that I read. Mike Trout has a better WAR than Derek Jeter does. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, he's, he's Mike he's, Trout's he's, a better baseball player I'm, than Derek Jeter as I'm, of right I'm, now. I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I have nothing against that. I 100% agree. Is he better than uh, Alex Rodriguez at this point? No. Is he better than Barry no. Bonds at this point? No. No. Barry Bonds, best baseball player ever. So far. So far. Is he Mike better Trout than. Uh, be determined. Is he better than uh, Hank Aaron at this point? Mm, not quite. Close. Close, though. Is he better than Lou Gehrig at this point? Babe um, Ruth at this point? So I have a really hard time judging guys like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig because they never played against back black players. Yeah. Um, or Mexicans yeah. or yeah. Dominicans or, I mean, anybody. They played yeah, against white I mean, yeah, white it was just people. at that point that in time, it. it was all yeah, domestic, just, unfortunately. Like, Lou Gehrig was a big guy, and Babe Ruth had a lot of home runs, and, you know, but those guys were fat, and, like, Babe Ruth was a fat guy that ate hot dogs and drank a lot of beer. <laughs> and that's great and cool, because I like to do that, too. But at the same time, he couldn't compete doing what he was doing back then in today's game. Yeah. No, so, I, I agree, yeah. We've kind of spoke a little about it. So going back, because we're trying to focus mainly on the, all these free agents and, and some that are still free agents, um, how do you feel about how do you feel about all these pitchers getting all this money? Well, I, I'm, I'm really I'm, curious. What's um, your feelings on that? I think I think teams overpay for pitchers, and I kind of get just it sometimes. Lock them up. Just want to lock them up? Just, hey, we got to get – we got he's young. we got to get this guy. we got to lock him up. Zach Wheeler to Philly – I get it. Um, Hamels on both sides was good for them. Yeah. The the only the only one I have a problem with, honestly and truly, is the Garrett Cole signing yeah. Yeah. to the Yankees because nine years they overinflate the market because they can because they're the Yankees. They <laughs> yeah, have more yeah. money than everybody else. Yeah, yeah true, I don't true, I don't true. like it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Red Sox. Hey, they're, still the footing, do- they're still footing the bill though. Not the like Red an, Sox and the Dodgers do the same, and that's fine. Like I think good just and dandy. Sour because the oh, A Rod deal. 
Um, no, I'm I'm honestly just sour because I think that they overinflate baseball they, they salaries. Bully, they bully people. Yeah, okay. You think they, they, that yeah. really? No, yeah, because Garrett Cole wouldn't get that deal from anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Brett Gardner wouldn't have got that deal from anybody else, but he gets it from the Yankees because well, uh, yeah. it's the Yankees. Well, no, I, I heard that actually there were reports Gardner was getting offered like a couple multi-year deals for a little bit more money, and he took a pay cut. Uh, a little, be, I honestly deal. think well, that's well, fake news because Brett Gardner will only leave the league in dugout roofs smashed <laughs> well, he because might, he's he a might. child. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Brett we'll Gardner see. is a child. I know. I know you don't like him too much, but no, that, because that's... he's Big Head Fred, and he just likes to smash <laughs> dugout ceiling or roofs, yeah, roofs I mean, with his like back. I said, I said that in episode two or one. I, I, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. Um, okay, so there's some my free favorite agents. signing is Zach Wheeler, though. That's yeah. my favorite one. Yeah, Philly's doing well. I mean, they got a new manager and two great new players. So there's some players that haven't been signed yet that I think uh, we, we should be hearing it soon. Um, what do you think of Josh Donaldson? Where do you think he's going to go? Is he going to get a five, seven-year deal? I really don't think so. Josh Donaldson's too way too old to get a – the most I think Josh Donaldson gets a three-year deal. I think most guys are going to give him offer him a one. I th- I, I'm sure that he's been getting one-year de- one offers – and he's like, no, nah, I want two, I want three. Um, I think if he gets a two or three year deal, he ought to take it from anybody. He's he's thirty four. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's he's thirty four. He's on the wrong slide, um, and he's not as good defensively as he was like five years ago. So um, I think I think for him, a good move would be is to hopefully an AL team can pick him up, and he can DH twenty games a year and still notch his hundred fifty games. Mm. That that's where his value is at. I I don't. He had ninety four ninety four RBIs this past year. Yeah, I mean he had a good year. I mean, hit thirty seven pumps, hit thirty three doubles. I mean that's he had a good year. I'm not no, not hitting average two fifty nine. I would love a be wrong, than I, I would love to have Josh Donaldson as my five hole hitter if I was a manager. Okay, not, but I mean, on hating. base on base percentage nine hundred. That's great. I'm sorry, on OPS. base plus slugging. Yeah, that's very good. That's very good. Struck Usually you're shooting lot. for a you're shooting for a thousand there, right? Walked a hundred times. That's awesome. Yeah. I OPS, mean so, OPS and so, OPS are great. All right. So thirty four years old. Um, you're thinking two year, a two to two, two years, to three year deal? Give him two years, give him seventeen and a half a year. Okay. Okay. I, mean, that's, I don't I'm, know what his previous I mean, salary was. I don't just numbers are so numbers have gotten so inflated the last three to four years that it's hard to really keep up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like the guy. Don't want to overpay. That's my biggest problem with these, some of these teams is they overpay for one guy. Yeah. Instead of like, if you overpay for one guy and that was their missing piece, then that makes sense. So he got comeback player of the year award. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was he was awesome because I mean he came back. For, I think it was. A, uh, he had a really injury. didn't he have a really tough twenty eighteen or wasn't he injured for a little bit? He was injured for quite a while. Yeah. I had a hard time coming back to him. Ninety-four RBIs. I mean, yeah, he really. I felt, yeah, definitely deserves that. I wish I knew how much he made. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so moving on from Josh Donaldson. Um, I mean, there's a lot. There were a lot. This is a huge free agent list uh, that we're looking at here on ESPN. I mean, this is gigantic, and and there's still so many players that aren't that aren't have gone unsigned. Uh, I think Batances is going to the Mets. What do you think about that? 
do you and, and the Mets have been acquiring some of these pitchers lately uh uh you know I, I think their GM uh Brody he was talking about um now that they have the the best depth the best starting pitching depth they got Rick Porcello on a one-year 10 million dollar deal or something like that right that was a steal too yeah it really was um and they just got some other player I can't remember his name he has like a unique name but uh uh, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about some of these players. I, I just, how are they not signed? Bumgarner hasn't gone yet. He's 30, but I mean, who doesn't want that playoff experience? I would love, who to, cares have, if I would love to have Matt Bum on my roster. Dude, I, who wouldn't want that? You get a solid four to five innings out of a, if you're, if, you know, and you're going to use him as a starter. So some of the guys you think Angels are going to get him? About, like, since they couldn't get So Bumgarner, um, Trevor Cahill surprised, really surprised about Co Calhoun because that guy's got a lot of pop. Yeah. Castro out of the Marlins, I'm surprised he's still not signed. You think really? Cervelli. Um, Cer- the thing with Cervelli okay, though, is I, I get think it, he's, he's 33. Gonna, I, it's fine. I think he's 33. No, no, no. It's not about the age. It, he doesn't want to do catcher anymore. Well, all the concussions I, it's he's had. Because he's, he's 33. Yeah, I, he's beat up. Yeah. So like Torinos, somebody should take a flyer on him. You know, just hey, just. Um, Good signing by, I guess, I guess the Braves picked him up. Um, was Travis Darno? Darno, yeah, yeah, yeah. Darno. I mean, yeah, he's, I didn't get he's, the right he's about a that one. really, really nice player. Yeah, former Met. Two years. I mean, man, he signed for freaking cheap. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I didn't know Rajay Davis was that old. That's incredible. How old? Thirty nine. Yeah. Well, he had that situation at home plate earlier this year with that umpire. Like, the umpire nobody I love, likes. I love Roger Davis. Uh, yeah, 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 he's awesome. Uh, man, see, yeah, Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, he's not to going me, back. Edwin, with the to me, Edwin Encarnacion is a hundred, is a hundred years old. <laughs> he's thirty six. Uh, I've read online that he prefers to stay in the AL. He's gotten some NL people talking to him, but he wants to be that like designated hitter. Yeah, he he wants to des he wants to DH for thirty. 40 games a year. He does not want to play the field more than 100 games. Yeah. So, wow, Billy Hamilton hasn't been signed yet. Billy Hamilton is not that good. No? No. I've always thought he's all right. I, I used to, I used to he had, want He had a couple jersey. good years, right? Is he, that what I'm still thinking of? You're thinking of when he first got called up by the Reds. Yeah. And he was Stealing faster. bases. He was, yeah. yeah, he was just yeah. faster than everybody. But still, so it, goes, it goes back to getting into stolen bases are not a valued stat. So, yeah. he's not stealing because it's, they're not valued yeah so he doesn't bring value because what he's good at is not valued <laughs> um, so um yeah jeremy jeffers anybody should go get jeremy jeffers he's a good reliever austin jackson hey didn't text his shout out yeah you know austin yeah. jackson didn't ryan high school um you know free agent right now play with the most most recently mo- most known for being a detroit tiger yeah so hey shout out to austin jackson um so Adam Jones decides to go to Japan. You hear about that? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know why because I think Adam Jones is a more than serviceable player here. Uh, yeah, that's what I. So I, I, I guess I, yeah. The last World Baseball Classic, he robbed a home run like a big yep. time game. Yep. I mean, I, I remember that. He's, I, I don't think he's your everyday center fielder, um, three hole hitter that he was with Baltimore for you know the last better part of the last decade. 
but I still think he's a really, really nice player to have. You know, hey, play some left and bat seven hole for you. I, I think he's a good sign. I don't, I don't know why he had to go to Japan. That's, yeah, that's a. I agree. A head scratcher. I for agree. Me. It is a head scratcher. Um, another couple names I just want to shoot at you here. Uh, Dallas Keuchel. Um, uh, don't Ryu, know why he's not signed. I don't know. And Ryu. Okay. Off Ryu, the Dodgers. I get because he's always hurt and he's overweight. And I, he always didn't misses Ryu, starts. But Ryu before the All-Star game or around player like coming in the players weekend had right. like a two something ERA and then the Yankees like blew him up. And, and was, then after that I think he like went he bad. He was awesome at the first half. Yeah. And he's been in the league for like six or seven years, but he cannot stay healthy. He misses starts even this year, whenever he was in like quote unquote Cy Young contention, <laughs> he would have to get a start skip because he's fat and overweight and when he misses starts, he doesn't come back any better. And it's like, dude, I don't know why you just can't stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Pence. I really like Hunter. I like his attitude. I love Hunter Pence. I love Hunter Pence. I mean, he's... He's 36. Yeah, he's... You think he's going to take a small million-dollar deal somewhere and play just to play? I mean, the Rangers last year signed him to a you know a minor league, and he made the he, he made the team out of he, camp. He even made the All Star. So he he might do that again. I think he was voted. I don't think the I don't think the Rangers. You know, what do you think about Kevin Pillar? This is the mystery player here for me. I so thought, I was I'm, actually shocked that the Blue Jays ever even got rid of him. Uh, again, I'm this is another guy that's confusing for me is that why Kevin Pillar wouldn't be signed because he's he's a pretty freaking nice player. Yeah, and he wouldn't be expensive. Like hey, like, right. Probably like an eight million dollar guy. Yeah. And even if you, even if somebody took a flyer on him and said, "Like, hey, here's, you know, you know, pull up his stats real quick. We'll check that out. You know, a two fifty nine average, um, eighty eight RBIs. It's not too bad. I mean, you want to be eighty five or up, I think, to be. He uh, hit twenty one home runs. He's as a speedy. Center fielder. He's a speedy so guy. If you're a center fielder, that's a high defensive position. So you're not yeah. looking for a lot of pop, but he still hit 20. So I think that's fair. 259 is the only thing I'm like, eh, I don't, right. I don't love about it. But what do you think about Yasiel Puig? I can't stand that guy. I, I don't really like him either. Can't stand um, that guy. But I, I feel like, I mean, somebody he, will sign he, him. He he did really good on the Dodgers for a while, and then and then he got demoted, somebody and then he will worked sign his him. And yeah, and then he got he worked his way back, and then he got traded. Um, to the Reds during or the Indians when he was having that fight with the it was a weird situation. I remember that round trade that was he got in some fight and he didn't know he was no longer on the team. It was crazy. Um, Tanner yeah. Roark signed him with the uh, Blue Jays yeah. was a big deal because he got a lot of money since he's thirty three. Oh, he got a lot of money. Yeah. Wow, twenty four, twelve million. Yeah. Well, so Austin Romine. He's no longer on the Yankees. He's been on the Yankees for a long time. Uh, he went to Detroit, a one-year deal. Um, so he's probably going to see more more play time, more service time at, as a starting catcher uh, versus, you know, Garrett. he was always the backup for the Yankees. It's it's one of those things where it's like, of course, the Yankees are overpaying for certain players, and it's like unless a star player gets injured, you're going to have a tough time coming up from the minors or, you know, even if, if you're in like a – if you're a B-plus – defender uh you're probably someone else's starter but for the yankees you have to be like you know a or a plus you know to really be a starter um that's just kind of how they roll with it but i i think there's a lot of players on this list that i'm shocked haven't been signed yet 
now now not to take anything away from this exciting week of just players left right you know uh, winter meetings coming to a close but jake what are, what's something that what's a player that you think deserves the highlight this week or a player from the list that have signed that we know of that you think is the best fit for that team my or... dark i have a dark horse this year and Ooh. that's it that's the braves so i love i the braves making the playoffs in 2019 um, adding Hamels to that staff. Cole Hamels, 300 inning pitch a year. He's going to strike out, you know, 180 guys. Yeah. Um, adding him to the staff is huge. So I think that was a really great. I know he's on you know, he's on the wrong side of 35, but they gave him a one year deal. So he's just going out there to go pitch because he loves baseball. I love Cole Hamels when he was um, with the Phillies and when here he was here. Um, he's, you know, he, he's, yeah, he's, he's just been, I, I've, I've enjoyed watching his career. So, you know, to me, and I, I mean, I'm a dark horse Braves fan, so good for the Braves. That's my NL pick next year. I don't think the Nationals are going to be as good. Strasburg is not going to be able to stay healthy because he's good at doing that. Um, Dodgers are going to kind of fizzle out. But so yeah, I, that, wa- that, watch out yeah. for Atlanta. Watch out for Atlanta next year. They got some young. They got some young guys coming up. I so. could see it. I mean, they they were uh, they were a driving force towards the end of 2019. I remember they were fighting to make it in. Um, man, I think the Phillies with the signing of Wheeler and Didi with Harper. I I I don't know their whole their whole crew their their 26 man roster now. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's some news for you, Jake. Let's talk about that. It's official now. Pitchers have to face three batters, 26 man roster. Um, yeah. What do you think about those two things? I know there's another, I'm, I'm forgetting. You know, I don't like the fact that pitchers have to face three batters or they can come in to finish an inning. If they're really, you know, if they come in to relieve a guy that's pitching the whole game and he can come in with one out and he can just finish the inning, I always like the lefty specialist, you know, a guy that threw from, you know, three inches off the ground, sidewinder. He'd come in to face two lefties in a row and then get yanked for a right hander to get one out. Right. right. I, I like that part of the game. And you know what? But hey, I'm, I'm all about progress in the game because the game can only get better, it's not going to go backwards. Because the game's never been better than it is right now, so I'm whatever. Yeah, Just, it, it's kind of like the pitch clock. Small potatoes. It's not going to make a difference in the long. Yeah, run, I you know I think the pitch clock thing is stupid. It it is stupid, but guess what? Nobody's noticed. Nobody's noticed about it. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> so, Jake, on top of my Phillies being my dark horse, uh. I think that the Angels, if they get Mad Bum or if, if and if they can get Mad Bum and Ryu, uh, with Rendon maybe because they could save all the money that they were you know gonna spend for Cole and get those three players or or at least get Mad Bum at least, I think that's a successful free agency for them. Angels, uh, Mad Bum and Rendon, or I Mad think, Bum or, Ren- or or Rendon and Ryu. I think that's pretty successful. I think Rendon, period. You know, the, my thing with the Angels is I couldn't figure out where they weren't good when they had Pujols, Trout, 
and Josh Hamilton when he was still yeah. like yep. he had him for one good year and Pujols was still good then. Mm-hmm. Um, not hating on Pujols, he's just he's got that plantar fasciitis with. Yeah. For for people that don't know, it affected Peyton Manning, it, and it's a lifelong thing. Like you don't get over it. Um, they just can't win, and I don't know why. They've had decent starting pitching. They just they just are slightly above average. Yeah, you know, team. Yeah, they're, and when you have the Astros and the Rangers in the same division too, and then you keep getting steamrolled by the Astros, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's it's sometimes it's tough sledding the AL. I mean, honestly, to me, the Rangers have been bad here the last like yeah three four years. I agree. So they've had that easy route, but they haven't played well against the Rangers either, though. No. And the A's have been shockingly good the last couple of years. It's true. Yes. Um, yep. The if East you're not... is always a monster to go through. Yeah. And then the so the Central to me to me the Central is the worst division because you have had the Twins and Tigers. Um, Tigers have been down for I don't know two two three years, but you mm-hmm. know it's it's kind of just the Tribe and the Twins now. When I think about the Rangers. I'm I'm looking forward to the new stadium. I've I've said that I made my comments about the stadium, but they they needed that extra wow factor, and I thought Rendon was going to be that. Um, I said in the last episode I thought their defense in the infield was a little shaky, and and I think Rendon really really would have helped, and also the absence of a player like Beltre. Uh, I'm just not seeing that charisma on the field, with like, sure you have Joey Gallo, but he's been injured lately. Um, you know, but Elvis Andrews doesn't have his old buddy, you know, and that was a, that was the fun part about watching the Rangers. You know, I, I always, games were affordable. I'd, I'd go watch because I, I enjoy watching baseball in general, even though I'm a fan of another team. I have no issue with watching them play. Uh, but the sloppiness and they, they just need some players, you know, Hey, if they signed Ryu, they signed guard, uh, bum, uh, mad bum, I, Hey, that's a good that's a good take I would say for the Rangers. They need and they got Lance Lynn. They have another pitcher too. I can't think of at the moment. Uh, don't they have Smiley? Don't they, they still have Smiley. Smiley's overrated. <laughs> uh, Mike Miner coming is from the guy. Smiley. Mike Miner's Mike the guy. Miner. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, gra- and Mad Bum to that. That's pretty good starting rotation I don't know for if the Mad Rangers. Would come here, but it'd be not. It'd be a huge nice addition. I, I agree with yeah. Andrews missing his buddy. Um, they have holes all over the place. They do. Since it's my, true. My problem is is they just traded away Mazzara, uh-huh. who he's young. Yeah. And he doesn't impress me on defense. What was that trade even but for? They, what was a bag, the... of, a bag of peanuts. Yeah. They, yeah, got, they I, got a, I think, a high A or a double A player. Um, I was... It's kind, of, it's kind of like the U Darvish show to me. I don't know why they, they, they did it. I don't know uh, why they did that. Josh Daniels, I used to think, was the man. He made all the right moves. Yeah. But... In the last couple of years, I'm like, man, you're, you're trading away guys, and we're not getting a return for anything. Yeah, I don't know what that trade was about. I mean, he traded Profar for – he should have traded Profar a long time ago for something because he right. was behind everybody. Odor, at the time, that contract was great. Mm-hmm. How much does he we make? Stole, yeah, I think it was a – I think it was a it was a, either a three- or four-year deal for $55 million, if I'm not mistaken. But at the time, that was an awesome deal. He was – Hitting bombs, hitting thirty pumps, hitting like two seventy. Yeah, I like Odor. And now, now he's now he's not. He's hitting one ninety. Yeah, he's trash. The Mendoza can't, line can't. He can't crack. I mean, honestly, he shouldn't crack the lineup. He's uh, 
He's like the poor man Altuve. Poor man's Altuve. Um, really poor man's <laughs> Altuve because Altuve will go win you a bang title and MVP. And he'll steal some bases. And Odor makes errors and. I do hit. like Odor though. I'm not trying to disrespect, oh, but no, no, I mean it, like, you, hey, you, he, you can't be major league play, level. You can't be swinging under 200. He's good enough to go play professional baseball, and I'm not. It was but, the funny. I remember that. I was looking at his stats when I was at the last game of the year, and I I saw on the screen like he had like 30 home runs, but his average was in the 200s or low 200 or below, and now yeah, 190. And I was like, that's such a ranger thing to have 30 home runs and. And, and be under 200 in the average. It makes no sense. But that's they're what you do when you're trying middle. to hit that, that air current out there in the right center. That's I think it's going to change next year with the, with the you know, the Dome Stadium. Yeah. But, you know, it's they've always had home run hitters here. You know, back in the day they had, um, you know, they had Palmero and A-Rod and, yeah. and Juan Gonzalez. And it's always been kind of a thing like, hey, you know, we're just working bombs. Pudge. Pudge. Pudge wasn't a bomb guy, but no, Pudge, but he was Pudge solid was, behind the plate. Pudge is probably the second nicest hitter to ever play. Yeah. I have him as my one B, right behind Johnny Bench. As mm. far as Piazza's a better hitter, probably. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But as far like Piazza had a noodle arm, <laughs> so yeah, true. But he was solid, solid defense. So, all right, I got. I always like to end the podcast with something fun. Um, baseball related or uh just something fu- I, I try to keep it always baseball related in some form or fashion here you know it doesn't have to directly be about a team or a player uh i asked you this last week jake uh i have another one for you too that you may not suspect what's your favorite sunflower seed what's your favorite flavor i love the cracked black pepper or the david's um dill pickle yeah those are okay are my yeah i'm not the um, biggest fan of dill pickle bigs but cracked pepper yeah bigs is awesome i bigs mean is like pretty ran- good ranch, cheaper um man I honestly like i don't have like a sunflower seed that i hate yeah okay I, I, okay I, I, just like the jalapeno hot salsa like yeah that's Dave, a good one da- so to me it's david and bigs yeah. are like the two are the two best yeah yeah i agree you uh pumpkin seed um guy? pumpkin seeds are much harder to to spit out and chew than sunflower seeds. I like yeah. pumpkin seeds. They're just man, they're just hard to get in and out. More of your expensive mouth. too. More expensive. I never notice the price difference. I don't pay attention <laughs> to that. <laughs> Two or three bucks, whatever. Here's here's fair my enough, money. Fair Go enough, take fair it. Enough. Yeah, uh, I'm always good with the original, original sunflower seed, uh, cracked pepper. Usually my go-to, but if if they just don't have anything. Or it's just barbecue and dill pickle. I'm probably gonna grab barbecue, even though it's my least favorite. Oh, or yeah. one of my. I mean, dill's dill is dill pickles. I don't. I would never buy it. Like, uh, but if I had a pick, I'd, I'd you know, I'll buy barbecue over dill pickle. I guess that's one. I, I don't like barbecue. That's that's the one I don't like. I'm not a big fan of it, it's but if I had to favorite. buy it, I'd, I'd get it over. I, dill I do like the dill pickle <laughs> definitely over barbecue. Dill pickle, and the ranch is pretty good. Jalapeno hot salsa, man. That's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good sunflower seeds out there. It's a perfect uh, snack on the on the road. Another question related to food, but also baseball. You a fan of big league chew? What's your favorite gum? What would you you know? You used watermelon. To play? Yeah, big league chew watermelon. That's all. I have some of that in the car right um, now. It's, actually, it's hard to get a hold of anymore. Yeah. Um, but I like Redman plugs as far as chewing tobacco. Okay. But, um. Big league chew, yeah, watermelon. Yeah, watermelons the go. Grapes, okay. Gra- okay. grapes kind of sour. 
Yeah. So what what's the what's the what's the gum everybody has in the dugouts? The yellow and blue. So the double the bubble. Yeah, double, yeah, bubble. double bubble, yeah. They 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 had to promote that because they're trying to get away from the tobacco image that Major League uh, Baseball has. Everybody right. there used to be red man all across the dugout and like so you can go back to pictures as as most recent as the late 80s with like players smoking like Keith Hernandez you can pull pull picture yeah. Keith Hernandez on on Google and he'll be smoking a picture in the dugout in in the first five photos and Jim Leland in the dugout is probably recent as like 06 07 smoking in the um the breezeway from the dugout so Oh, I, I, I remember that photo. He, <laughs> I remember that photo. He, Leland liked his cigarettes. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially when he was with the Pirates, too. It was even worse then. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, old baseball movies back in the day, too. There was always the scene of, like, if it's, like, pitcher versus batter, like the angel, like the, the, the uh, angels in the outfield, you know, the pitchers spitting out a huge thing of tobacco. Oh, or, yes. or the Sandlot scene and the famous carousel, right? Uh, no, not carousel. No, what's they're on, the? They're on the. They're on like a Ferris wheel. Uh, not a Ferris wheel, just like a kind of a spin around. It's a spinner. Yeah, it's not, it's like one. It's like a it, Six Flags kind of ride. Yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, and like like you said, the image now of of that and staying away. They'll still allow, stigma, but there's a just, stigma to it. They they now they try to hide it and mask it with using other things. But uh, you know, like guys like Pablo Sandoval used to have big old fat dips in his mouth. Oh yeah, and, right now DJ LeMahieu. It's so it's, funny. It's like you know what they're doing. Guys just, have big don't old be ignorant. Ch- so it's funny because minor league baseball it's actually against the rules. Really? On the bus in the hotel at the game you and the can hotel. get ran. Yes, absolutely. If you're on a team sanctioned event, um college baseball it's against the rules. Um NCAA, I'm not sure about junior college or NAIA, but I know that NCAA, since I was there, it was against the rules hmm. to where if you were caught dipping snuff that you would get ran. Wow. And then your coach would also get ran, so you never want to get caught. I don't know how well it was enforced because we all dip snuff. But, yeah. Interesting. Um, it's it's on the books. Well, the okay, books. so on that topic, um, I read a report today, Jeff Passan from ESPN, uh he took a picture of the new rules of in in regards to this is his quote he says the most popular question asked at these winter meetings was not hey where's garrett cole going it has been from minor league players to their agents asking when can i get high um because mlb addressed that at the start of spring training they're not going to test minor leaguers for marijuana um, and so this is a direct uh, pull from the rule book, rule book here. It says natural cannabinoids uh, and then in parentheses, e.g. THC, CBD, and marijuana uh, in parentheses will be removed from the program's list of drugs of abuse. Going forward, marijuana-related conduct will be treated the same as alcohol-related conduct under the party's joint treatment program for alcohol-related and off-field violent conduct which provides for mandatory evaluation, voluntary treatment, and the possibility of discipline by a player's club or the commissioner's office in response to certain conduct involving natural cannabinoids. I think, and I'm actually very surprised that they commented on this when, and and they're, and and they also right now too, like they're initiating um, like a, a help program, kind of like a rehabilitation program for players addicted to opioids and things like that. And it's not going to be like a, like an instant uh, thing. They're going to give them help first before they decide to put these big punishments on them, which I think is a good idea. 
um, especially coming off the whole Tyler Skaggs situation. And, and when I think deal. of Jose Fernandez and, and the cocaine involvement, and, and I think when you have all this money and the access is a lot easier, you have a lot of yes men. Um, unfortunately, I think it's, it's very similar to the music industry. There's a lot of drugs in the music industry, entertainment industry. Um, I think this is a very good move by baseball, a move I did not expect or at all. Um, so good on them, I think, for making it known. And, and CBD is very helpful for p- people with uh, pain, pain issues and or, or pain, joint pain and, and topical treatments. Um, I, I think it's a great move for them. I think it's a great move. So personally, I don't like marijuana. It makes me feel weird. I haven't smoked weed in probably like seven years. Um, and I can't smoke because the company I'm at drug tests, which I don't care because, like I said, don't like I don't it, like no, it. not a fan of it. But it's not my business what these guys do in their own time. I mean, like you said, these guys on a road trip, um, they have a day off. They're going to go out and party. And they're yeah. going to go drink a bunch of alcohol. Yeah. Why should anybody in the whole wide world care if they smoke pot? Mm-hmm. I believe the same thing about the United States government. It shouldn't matter what a person does on their own time. Now there's guys that like Doc Ellis. We'll touch on that one day. Pitched a no hitter on LSD. Yeah. Um, Good story. I've know. heard of that story. <laughs> I've heard of that story. But you know what? Like who? Ca- honestly, who cares? Let, let these guys be. Like, hey man, you know what? I want to get high. Whatever. Because the thing is, is if getting high to them is more important mm. than playing baseball for a living, they're not going to make the cut anyway. It's true. And, Good point. and it's the Very same kind point. of guys. It's it's, it's if they're yeah. going to fail the drug test, then, you know, baseball wasn't that important to, for them to begin with. Very good It's going to be the same it's thing. Very it's, poignant it's, as they're, well. They're going to be more interested in getting high yeah. and being messed up than they are about playing professional baseball. Yeah. So, hey, man, let's just let it roll. Yeah. It's it's I, I, lo- I love the rule. Lo- no hands, just hands off. Hey, right. you have a problem, you're hurt, do CBD, it's much better than opioids. Um, Tyler yeah. Skaggs deal. Yeah. That's bad, man. It's that's, unfortunate. That's, a bad, that's such a, bad a sad deal. story. Um, young guys get get addicted to pain. I mean, I get yeah. it. Your arm hurts. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you're trying to go make a living. I, I know. It. I get it's, it. It's unfortunate. It's the well. Do I do steroids or do I do drugs? And and you should do neither. <laughs> it should never be a question you ask yourself. Um, all right, everybody. That's gonna do it for episode seven of the podcast. We hope you guys, you guys enjoyed kind of our personal opinions and takes on things and and the free agent market and all the news surrounding some of these big contracts and and Boris. And uh, he still has plenty more uh, clients to represent and, you know, probably some big deals, three to five year deals, probably attached to a lot of those players out there. Uh, Stay tuned for some future episodes. What we're going to be doing is some all-decades team. Uh, We got a lot of great feedback on our 2010 uh, decade team episode. So we're going to go and kind of go through the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s and touch upon those topics. So stay tuned for those. Those are going to be coming out soon. So thanks again for listening. And if you enjoyed it, please review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Jake, you got anything you want to say? Hey, thanks for listening, guys, and tune in the next episode. We'll see you next time.